0: Um, Hi everyone, Um, so today we are going to be reading from Genesis 24, 25 and 25, uh, Psalm 4 and Mark chapter 9, Uh, Genesis chapter 24. Abraham was now old and well advanced in years, and the Lord had blessed him in every way. He said to the chief servant in his household, The one in charge of all he had put your hand under my thigh i want you to swear by the lord the god of heaven and the god of earth that i will not get that you will not get a wife for my son from the daughters of the canaanites among whom i am living but will but will go to my country and my own relatives and get a wife for my son isaac the servant asked him what is the woman what if the woman is unwilling to come back with me to his to this land shall i then take your son back to the country you came from make sure you do not take my son back there abraham said the lord god of heavens who brought me out of my father's household and my native land and who spoke to me and promised me an oath saying to your offspring I will give this land. He he will send his angel before you so that you can get a wife for my son from there. If the woman is unwilling to come back with you, then you are released from, your, from this oath of mine. Only do not take my son back there. So the servant put his hand under the thigh of his master Abraham and swore an oath to him concerning this matter. Then the servant took ten. Of of his master's camels and left, taking with him all kinds of good things from his master. He set out for Ab Aram Natharam and made his way to the town of Nahor. He had the camels kneel down near a well outside the town. It was towards evening, the time when women go out to draw water. Then he prayed, O oh, oh Lord God, Of my master abraham give me success today and show kindness to my master abraham see i am standing beside the spring and the daughters of the townspeople are coming out to draw water may it be that when i say to a girl please let down your jar that i may have a drink and she says drink and i'll water your camels too let her be the one you have chosen for your servant Isaac. By this I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. Before he had finished praying, Rebekah came out, and with, with her jaw on her shoulder, she was the daughter of Bethuel, son of Melcha, who was the wife of Abraham's brother, Nahor. Neom- the girl was very beautiful and a virgin no man had ever laid with her she went down to the spring filled her jar and came up again the servant hurried to meet her and said please give me a little water from your jar drink my lord she said and quickly lowered the jar to her hand uh, to her hands and gave him a drink after she had given him a drink she said i'll draw water for your camels too until they have finished drinking so she quickly emptied her jar into a trough into the trough sorry ran back to the well to draw more water and drew enough for all his camels without saying a word the man watched her closely to learn whether or not the lord had made his journey successful when the camel had finished drinking camels had finished drinking, the man took out a gold nose ring weighing a becker and two gold bracelets weighing ten shekels, then he asked, whose daughter are you, please tell me is there room in your father's house for us to spend the night, she answered him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son of Melechah, born to Nahor." And she added, We have plenty of straw and fodder as well as a room for you to spend the night. Then the man bowed down and worshipped the Lord, saying, Please I'm um, sorry. praise be to the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who has not abandoned his kindness and faithfulness to my master. For, for me, the Lord has led me on a journey to the house of my master's relatives. The girl ran and told her f- her mother her mother's household about these things. Now Rebecca had a brother named Laban, and he hurried out to the man at the spring as soon as he had seen the nose-ring and the bracelets on his sister's arms and had heard Rebecca tell what the man said to her. He went out to the man and found him standing by the camels near the spring come. You who are blessed by the Lord, he said, You are standing out here. Oh, excuse me, why are you standing out here? I have prepared the house and a place for the camels. So the man went to the house, and the camels were unloaded. Straw and fodder were brought for the camels, and water for him and his men to wash their feet. The food was set before him, but he said, I will not eat until I have told you why what I have to say. Then tell us, Laban said. So he said, I am Abraham's servant. The Lord has blessed my master abundantly, and he has become wealthy. He has given him sheep and cattle, silver and gold, manservants and maidservants, and camels and donkeys. My master's wife, Sarah, has borne him a son in her old age, and he has given him everything he owns. And my master made me swear on an oath, he said, you must not get a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites, in in whose land I live, but go to my father's family and to my own clan and get a wife for my son. Then I asked my master, what if the woman will not come back with me? He replied, The Lord, before whom I have walked, will send his angels with you, and my and make your journey a success, so that you can get a wife from my, for my son from my own clan and my father's family. Then when you go to my clan, you will be released from my oath, even if they refuse to give her to you, you will be re- released from my oath. When I came to the spring today I said, O oh Lord God of my master Abraham, if you will please if you will please grant success to the journey on which I have come, see I am standing beside the spring. If a maiden comes out to draw water and I say to her, Please, let me drink a little water from your jar. If she says to me, Drink and I will draw water for your camels too. Let her be the one, the Lord has chosen for my master's son. Before I finished praying, in my heart, Rebecca came out, and her jar on her shoulder. With, uh, with her jar on her shoulder, she went down to the spring and drew water, and said to, and I said to her, "Please give me a drink." She quickly lowered the jar from her shoulder and said, "Drink," and I'll will water your camels too. So I drank, and she watered the camels also. I asked her, Whose daughter are you? She said, The daughter of Bethuel, son of Naor, whom Malach bore to him. Then I put the ring in her nose and the bracelets on her arms, and I bowed down and worshipped the Lord. I praised the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, Who had led me on the right road to get the granddaughter of my master's brother for his son now if you will show kindness and faithfulness to my master tell me and if not tell me so I may know which way to turn Laban and Bethuel answered this is from the Lord we can say nothing to you one way or the other here is Rebekah. take her and go let her become the wife of your master's son as the lord has directed when abraham's servant heard what they said he bowed down to the ground before the lord then the servant brought out gold and silver jewelry and articles of clothing and gave them to Rebekah. he also gave costly gifts to her brother and to her mum, mother Then he and the men who were with him ate and drank and spent the night there. When they had got up the next morning, he said, Send me on my way to my master. But her brother and her mother replied, Let the girl remain with us ten days or so, then you may go. But he said to them, Do not detain me now that the Lord has granted success to my journey. Send me on my way so I may go to my master. Then they said, Let's call the girl and ask her about it. So they called Rebecca and asked her, Will you go with this men with this man? I will go, she replied. So they sent their sister Rebecca on her way, along with her nurse and Abraham's servant and his men. And they blessed Rebecca and said to her, Our sister May you increase to thousands upon thousands. May the offspring possess the gates of their enemies. And then Rebekah and her maid, maids got ready and mounted their camels and went back with the men. So the servant took Rebekah and left. Now Isaac had come from Beer Lehiroi for he was living in Negev. He went out to the the field one evening to meditate, and he looked up he saw the camels approaching. Rebecca also looked up and saw Isaac. She got down from the camel and asked the servant, "Who is that man in the field coming to meet us? He is my master." The servant answered, so she took her veil and covered herself. Then the servant told Isaac all he had done. Isaac brought her into the tent of his mother Sarah and he married Rebekah, so she became his wife and he loved her, and Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Genesis 25 Abraham had taken another wife, his name was Kutahar. She bore him Zimram, Medan, Midan, Maidan, Isbok, and Shuan. Jokshan, Jokshan was the father of Sheba and Dedan. The descendants of Dedan were the Asherites and the Letcherites and the Lumanites. The sons of Midan were Ephan, Ephan, Ephor, Hanok, Abida, Elder. All those were descendants of Kitan. Abraham left everything he owned to Isaac, but while he was still living, he gave gifts to the sons of his concubines and sent them away from his son Isaac. To the land of the east, Abraham lived a hundred and seventy-five years. Then Abraham breathed his last and died, at a good old age, an old man full of years. He was gathered to his people. His sons Isaac and Ishmael buried him in the cave of Mac. Philah, near Mamir, in the field of Ephron, the son of Zohar, the Hittite. The field Abraham had bought from the Hittites. There Abraham was buried with his wife Sarah, and after Abraham's death, God blessed his son Isaac, who lived near Birla. This is the account of the family line of Abraham's son Isaac. um, Excuse me, the family line beg pardon, this is the account of the family line of Abraham's son Ishmael, whose Sarah slave Hagar the Egyptian bore Abraham there These are the names of the sons of Ishmael listed in the order of their birth, Neboth, the firstborn of Ishmael, Kedor, Adbil Mis, um, Mibsam, Mishma, Duma. Masa, Heda, Tema, Jetu, Napish, Kedema. These were the sons of Ishmael, and these are the names of the twelve tribal rulers according to their settlements and camps. Ishmael lived a hundred and thirty-seven years. He breathed his loss and died, and he was gathered to his people. His descendants settled in the area from Havilah to Shur, near the eastern border of Egypt. So you go towards Asher, and they lived in hostility towards all the tribes related to them. Now this is the account of the family line of Abraham's son Isaac. Abraham became the father of Isaac, and Isaac was 40 years old when he married Rebekah, daughter of Bethuel, the Aramean. From Padam Aram and sister of Laban the Armin. Isaac played Isaac prayed to the Lord on behalf of his wife because she was childless. The Lord answered his prayer and his wife Rebecca became pregnant. The babies jostled each other with her the babies jostled each other within her and she said, Why is this happening to me? So she went to inquire of the Lord. The Lord said to her, Two nations are in your womb, and two peoples from within you will be separated. One people will be stronger than the other, and the older will serve the younger. When the time came for her to give birth, there were twin boys in her womb. The first to to come out was red, and his whole body was like a hairy garment, so they named him Esau and after hit and after this his brother came out with his hand grasping esau's heel so he was named jacob isaac was 60 years old when Rebekah gave birth to them the boys grew up and esau became a skillful hunter a man of the open country while jacob was content to stay at home among the tents i uh, jacob was content to stay at home among the tents isaac who had a taste for wild game loved Esau, but Rebecca loved Jacob. Once Jacob was cooking some stew, Esau came in from the open country famished. He said to Jacob, uh, quick, let me have some of that red stew, I'm famished. This is why he is—he was called Esau. Beg your pardon. This is why he was called Edom. Jacob replied, first tell me your birthright. Look, I'm about to die, said um, Esau said. What good is, is the birthright to me? But Jacob said, Swear to me first. So he swore an oath to him, selling his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau some bread and some lentil stew. He ate and drank, and then got up and left. So Esau, dis- so Esau despised his birthright. Okay. Psalm 4 Answer me when I call to you, my righteous God. Give me relief from my distress. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. How long will you people turn my glory into shame? How long will you love delicious and seek false gods? Know that the Lord has set apart his faithful servant for himself. The Lord hears when I call him. Tremble and do not sin. When you are in your beds, search your hearts and be silent. Offer the sacrifice of the righteous and trust in the Lord. Many, many Lord, are asking, Who will bring us prosperity? Let the light of your face shine on us. Fill my heart with joy when their grain and new wine abound. In peace I will lie down and sleep for you alone, Lord. Make me dwell in safety. Uh, Mark chapter nine, and he said to them, "Truly I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God has come with power." After six days, after six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John with him and led them up a high mountain where they were all alone. There he was transfigured before them. His clothes became dazzling white, whiter than anyone in the world could bleach them. And there appeared before them Elijah and Moses, who were talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, is it... Is... Is it... I beg your pardon. Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let us put... Up three shelters one for you one for Moses and one for Elijah he did not know what to say they were so frightened then a cloud appeared and covered them and a voice came from the cloud this is my son whom I love listen to him suddenly when they looked around they no longer saw anyone with them except Jesus As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus gave them orders not to tell anyone what they had seen until the Son of Man had risen from the dead. They kept the matter to themselves, discussing what rising from the dead meant. And they asked him, Why do the teachers of the law say that Elijah must come first? Jesus replied, To be sure, Elijah does come first, and and restores all things. Why then is it written that the Son of Man must suffer much and be rejected? But I tell you, Elijah has come, and they have done to him everything they wished, just as it was written about him. When they came to the other disciples, they saw a large crowd around them, and the teachers of the law urging them, As soon as all the people saw Jesus, they were overwhelmed and wondered and ran to greet them. Why are you are What are you arguing about? He asked. A man in the crowd answered, "Teacher, I brought you my son, who is possessed by a spirit that has robbed him of his speech. Robbed him of speech. I beg your pardon. Whenever it it seizes him, it throws him on the ground. He f- foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to drive out the spirit, but they could not." You unbelieving generation, Jesus replied, how long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. So they put they brought him. When the spirit saw Jesus, it immediately threw the boy into a convulsion. He fell on the ground and rolled around foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked the boy's father, "How long has this how long has he been like this?" "From childhood, he are," he answered. "It has often thrown him into fire." Or water to kill him but you can do nothing take pity on us and help us if you can Jesus uh, if you can said Jesus everything is possible who believes immediately the boy's father explained I do believe help me overcome my unbelief when Jesus saw the crowd was running to the scene he rebuked the impure spirit you deaf and mute spirit he said I command you come out and never enter him again the spirit shrieked convulsed and violently came out the boy looked so much like a corpse that many said he's dead Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him to his feet and he stood up after Jesus had gone indoors his disciples asked him privately why couldn't you drive it out he replied This kind can come out only by prayer. I beg your pardon, uh, verse 28. After Jesus had gone indoors, his disciples asked him, Why couldn't we drive it out? He replied, This kind of spirit, I beg your pardon. He replied, This kind can come out only by prayer. They left that place and passed through Galilee. Jesus did not want anyone to know where they were, because he was teaching his disciples. He said to them, The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men. They will kill him, and after three days he will rise. But they did not understand what he meant, and were afraid to ask him about it. They came to Capernaum. When he was in the house, he asked them, What were you arguing about on the road? but they kept quiet because on the way they had argued about who was the greatest. Sitting down, Jesus called the twelve and said, Anyone who wants to be first must be the very last and the servant of all. He took a little child whom he placed among them. Taking the child in his arms, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me does not welcome me but the one who sent me. The teacher said, John, I beg your pardon, teacher said, John, we saw something driving, we saw someone driving out demons in your name, and we told him to stop because he was not one of us. Don't stop him, Jesus said. For no one who does a miracle in my name can in the next moment say anything bad about me. For whoever is not against us is for us. Truly I tell you, anyone who gives you a cup of water in my name because you belong to the Messiah will certainly not lose their reward. If anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better for them... If a large millstone were hung around their neck and they were thrown into the sea if you ha- if your hand causes you to stumble cut it off it is better for you to enter life maimed Than two hands to go to ha- into hell where the fire never goes out and if your foot causes you to stumble cut it off it's better f- for you to enter life crippled than to have two feet and be thrown into hell And if your eyes cause you to stumble, pluck it out. It's better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than two eyes and be thrown into hell, where the worms that eat them do not die and the fire is not quenched. Everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, how can you make it salty again? Have salt among yourselves and be at peace with each other. Alright, thank you very much. I apologize for all the airplanes. Um, Have a nice day. See you tomorrow.